Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Welcome to another edition of the Black and Gold Daily Blitz. Could it be two shows in one week? Wow. <laughs> and I'm joined by my old friend and uh, DSP Media Online latest star, Jeff Thidoff. Star. That happens. Uh, What's up, brother? How are you, man? I, I'm doing well. Listen, uh, would you believe that Mike Tomlin and myself have something in common? I made a clerical error. You did a, a, a verbal like clerical did. error in my last <laughs> podcast. Right. I said Larry Ogunjobi was from the Browns, and I forgot that last year he was on the Bengals. Big difference, a little bit, a little bit. Same yeah. state, same yes. colors of the yeah. uniform, and but but you know, hey, it clerical error. It was a cut and paste. It was it was a verbal cut and paste malfunction. Gotcha, gotcha. So, hey, happy football season, man! I so super excited. Yeah. Rams and Rams and Bills last night. The Bills just just curb stomped them. Yeah, but that got me worried about this game. Uh, the similarities, of, so you know the 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 Rams are off the Super Bowl hangover. I know that doesn't really exist, right. but they they did not make the necessary upgrades at the offensive line, and it just it killed them, man. And and the yeah. Bills, you know, a tough playoff loss. Hungry, they reloaded. Uh, Von Miller gives them a whole different dimension to that team. Yeah. And the Rams were just, they were, they were stunted. They didn't know what they, they could not move the ball. Uh, and the, the only thing that kept them in the game are the three turnovers in the first half. And it just got me thinking, man, our offensive line isn't much better. Uh, and it, 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 it got me worried. It's I'm, 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 I'm legitimately nervous for the, uh, for the opener against the Bengals. Okay, but with the offensive line, though, and I've said this on other formats, I've done this uh, when I've talked about the Steelers. I feel like the offensive line, Adam, they made a couple of changes, yes. But it's going to be better because, I guess disrespect meant here, but it's going to be better because there won't be a statue back there. You know what I mean? Like Trubisky or, you know, if it's not him, if it's Pickett, whoever's back there throughout the season. The offensive line is going to look better because you got a guy who can move, right? They they were they were fourth worst in the league last year at 4.8 yards per play. And it's because the guy couldn't move and he had to get rid of the ball quickly. And yeah. and the offensive line was were they they led the league in most third downs per game. I mean that I didn't know that. That's a hell of a stat, Adam. Good pull. 14.1 third downs per game that's a right. lot of not converting first and second downs yes it is oh my god that is right and then of course and then the 4.8 yards per play well no wonder you didn't get it get your first downs early because you're you're just dinking and dunking and i get it man like they couldn't protect him he couldn't run right and you're right they have not one but they've got three quarterbacks who can move better than roethlisberger ever could in the last year or two 
last yeah i would say two years the last two years man and it's and that's where you get in that thing where it's you can look at not just as the offensive line bad or good i don't i think the offensive line looked worse last year because of roethlisberger i'm not saying they were that much worse but i'm saying like roethlisberger did not help that team and did not help the offensive line i should say and i think the guys this year will help it so even if you had the same exact personnel and they played the exact same way this season they would look better because you'd have a quarterback who can move in in theory, yes, but yeah. man, like so, like Kendra Green, like they 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 rushed him, they drafted him as a guard center, uh, air apparent. Man, the guy had the the gall to wear fifty three P- Pouncey's number, <laughs> and 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 uh, he he was he was lost. Yeah, he he, he couldn't he d- couldn't fit the job. It, it was too early for him. And I'm not saying he's not going to be good, or maybe he will, maybe he won't. But Dotson replacing him at left guard now at the mm-hmm. proper position is the right call. Uh, uh, Mason call moving into that as a, as an established veteran. I like it. Uh, yeah. And James Daniels on the other side of the, of the guard position, uh, good, fair lineman for the bears, which is hard to hard to pluck one good one out of that team, but they found yeah. him. Um, a core uh, on right tackle. Cool. The one guy that's, that's still the question mark is the guy that you entrust to protect your quarterback the most, Dan Moore. And in preseason, he looks as bad as Kendrick Green did last year. So this is bad, yeah. Uh, yeah, in preseason, he, could, he couldn't even do well against the second teamers. I mean, they kept him out right. there a couple quarters of your, uh, a game or two. It still has me worried. I, yes, Trubisky and Pickett and even Rudolph can escape the pocket better. And they may even, you know, Trubisky's got some uh, good play-action experience, uh, something that Roethlisberger just they couldn't call that play, man. Like they don't have enough time for him to. Right. I, I get it, man. But like, just looking at the teams like the Bills and the upper echelon teams, and knowing that the Bengals, which we'll get to in a minute, really significantly improved their offensive line. Right. The only way, listen, defensively, they're gonna have their hands full. But Pittsburgh has been able to, especially with the talent they have, the skill positions have been able to keep pace in some games last year, even with that line. The Chargers was a shootout. Yeah. Um, that, I mean, that's that's the first thing. The Vikings game was a shootout. I mean, they lost those games, but they weren't out of it because offensively they were able to maintain. Uh, I, that's not sustainable, though. They, okay, here's another wild one. Yeah. Uh, this goes to the other side of the ball, but when they allowed over 200 yards rushing, astonishingly, they were 2-1-1 one, and one as a team. Which is hard to do. Which is really hard to do. Which it, means they were they were even worse. Be, the two one and one should be three and one. We both agree like that tie that's fair. right? Uh, but so I, I'm not as concerned defensively. It's just it because the offense has shown recently, even in Roethlisberger's really you know the shell of himself seasons, still was able to keep that team on pace offensively occasionally, and they can get to the shootouts. Sure. But if that line isn't working man if they're not clicking it's the sooner the better because the, the first three games out of the gate are, are going to be hard um, it's you know they're going to find themselves in a huge hole and i just i, I worry that we're going to see another bills rams type of game uh you know, in the first week but i see the way i think it's different though is and if you remember this the last two years if if it was a busted play or if there was a blitz Roethlisberger would fall down, right? He would fall down. Or just hope the refs blew the whistle really quick. But he would just, I, you saw him do like what, what you saw Peyton Manning do, and I'm not comparing the two, but Peyton Manning did all, Peyton Manning was always smart at the end of his career about knowing when to fall down and not try to extend the play. You're not yeah. going to get, Trubisky and Pickett, 
they're not going to fall down. Sometimes it will backfire. But on a busted play, last year, they lost four yards every single time it was a busted play. This year, they'll still lose four yards sometimes, but sometimes they won't. And sometimes <laughs> it'll be better, you know? So you're saying there's a chance. Hey, look, I, Adam, I'm one of the guys who have always complained about when people say, well... In the last 12 years, they're this, this, and this against the spread. In the last 14 years, look, none of that matters. The last 12 years, the, none of that stuff matters. But it does matter when it comes to Steelers, and maybe this is black and gold colored glasses I'm saying this in. The Steelers, when they're typically written off, they have a better year than expected. They're great at drafting wide receivers, and I'm not saying that you know, Pickens is going to be the next Antonio Brown or the next Smith-Schuster or whatever. I'm not saying that. But they built up some street cred on that to the point where we can say, you know what, this guy gets the benefit of the doubt. On top of that, the defense, like you mentioned, look, you've got Brian Flores there now. Flores is, he might not have been a great head coach. He is one hell of a defensive coordinator and a defensive mind. And I, I would argue he also got a raw deal in Miami as a head coach. What yeah, he did with yeah. that team was pretty impressive. Yes, absolutely. And, but the fact that the Steelers have him, and that's what he's in charge of, and you say, look, don't worry about head coaching crap. Don't worry about player personnel. You don't have to answer to the media. Just make our defense better. Yep. That's a huge get for the Steelers. That's why I have optimism also in that regard, is because of what Flores' track record, what he's best at. The Steelers always are great. There's always somebody who steps up on the defensive side that we didn't expect. That always like, oh, that guy came out of nowhere, or that guy was washed, or whatever. It always happens with that, with the wide receiver. Yeah, Trubisky with an FU attitude this year. Man, it just, I, I, I'm more optimistic about the Steelers this year than I was last year at this time. You know, it's so many things came into my mind, uh, one of which I, I can't help resist. Uh, we mentioned the, the Manning and Roethlisberger. Right. Uh, laying down after, you know, as soon as a, as a pass rush. Nobody right. did it better. Nobody did it better. Uh, than Favre, especially when Strahan needed to set oh, that sack record. Like setting sack, right? <laughs> the first thing I thought of just just Ridiculous. laying down, like yeah. you know, curled up in a ball, right? Um. The, so the you mentioned the receivers, yeah. uh, Pickens specifically, and also Calvin Austin the third, who's going to miss some time uh, 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 on the short term IR, right? But, one, dude, I got some more cool stats for you. I'm going to piggyback off my last podcast, but the drop rates. Yeah, if you look if you look at um, Deontay Johnson and Chase Claypool, uh, respectively, ten point nine percent and nine point six percent drop rates last season. You go to uh, Calvin Austin, yeah, it was six percent. Okay, and and Pickens was two point two percent drop rate. It's amazing. I mean, it, that's that's incredible, right? So uh, to to the end of looking on the more hopeful side, like yes, they they did address specific needs right you can't have guys dropping uh third down conversions right it's, you know it especially when you get 14.1 of them a game <laughs> you got you got to convert some it's deflating yeah uh and and on the other side of the ball you mentioned uh the, the flores and, and and austin running that defense together I, the, the depth is what concerns me the most yeah, sure. you, get, you get a couple of key guys to going down and I know they 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 picked up Reed from from Denver. It was a I thought a pretty smart pickup. Uh, give them a little bit of uh, pass rushing, uh, 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 son of a bitch. 
eleven thirty mark. Take variety. Okay, take your time. Gives them gives them a little bit of pass rushing variety. Uh, I, I like him rotating in and out of there. Um, We're gonna start it over. Sure. Eleven thirty thing. We're gonna go in three, two, one, go. Uh, I like the addition of uh, of Reed. They acquired him from Denver. It gives them a lot of uh, pass rushing variety. Can get into that rotation. Watt and 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 uh, Highsmith. They can't do it all. I mean, but right. beyond that, and defense, defensive line. I mean, like Hayward and Alualu and Ogunjobi, solid front three. Little yeah. little long in the tooth, but a solid front three. But after that, you don't have guys that can fill that void long term. Right. Same thing at the linebacker. Um, love the Miles Jack signing. Uh, yeah, oh, great, great three down anchor middle linebacker, but Bush is still the liability. And if and if he's not up to the task, or if someone gets injured, you know Spillane, he's you know kind of he's he's flimsy. He, he he can cover, he can tackle, but more often than not, he's out skilled. Yeah, uh, and 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 beyond that, there's just not a lot there. And the secondary, then they're spread thin. Good good talent back there, but they're gonna be exposed because. There's not going to be much run defense. There could, there might not be much run defense. I, yes, I like the addition of the coaching uh, with Flores, right? But the scheme's the same, and they need to plug up that front man. And and man, Mixon, he got a lot of help. God, he got a lot of help this offseason. They got four new offensive linemen. They started and all guys that had success elsewhere. Mixon, remember last year, shredded the Steelers in their second matchup. He had like 150 or 160 yards, whatever it was, completely shredded them. But this is all yep. going to come down to, I'm not as worried. Look, the Bengals defense, the Bengals playing at home, all those are important factors, no doubt about it. But for me, this comes down to if they can put pressure on Joe Burrow and stop Joe Mixon. Because if they can't, it's going to be a long day. But that's what it's going to come down to for me. Because if if they can't pressure Burrow, he has all day to throw to Jamar Chase and T. Higgins. All day, you're right, the Steelers will break down. There will be a breakdown in coverage somewhere. Somebody will be open. Uh, and if they can't stop Mixon and cannot contain there the offensive the, the, on the lines in the trenches, it's going to be a long, long day for the Steelers. Um, I don't want to over or underreact too much to the outcome of how, however it ends up. Look, if the Steelers win, I'm not going to be shocked. If they get blown out, I won't be shocked either because I think this is a work-in-progress team, and I think the AFC North is a work-in-progress division as a whole. Really? Yeah. Wow. You don't think the Bengals just – I mean, it's theirs to lose at this point. I think they're the favorite going in. Yes, absolutely. They're the favorite defending champ and all that. But look, I think all these teams are going to beat up on each other. I know the AFC West is like the preeminent division in in the NFL because of the talent they have there. But Mm -hmm. if you look at the question marks in the youth in the AFC North, you know, look, Baltimore last year should have been worse than they were. They were lucky to finish where they finished, even though they played the last place schedules. They could have been much worse last year. Um, and they've got still running back issues. Lamar Jackson signed his contract. They got rid of Hollywood Brown. They got rid of their their top receiver from the last couple of years, and they're putting a lot on Rashad Bateman there. Um, it, is that Rashad Bateman? There? Who, yeah, I, and, I get confused. And Dobbins might not be ready, and Edwards right. is out for a few weeks. Right. So there's some question marks there with that. And then um, over on the, um, the uh, with the Browns, you know, with their situation they have going on, the Bengals with their youth. And then the Steelers, and I know I got the name wrong for the receiver, right? Is the Baltimore receiver Rashad Bateman? Is that guy in Arizona? Which one? That's right. Okay, yeah, yeah, Rodney Moore is Arizona. Yes, I get the two confused. Rashad Bateman, though, yes, he's a guy they're counting on to be the number one receiver. The guy Isaiah likely there. There's a lot of question marks throughout all of the teams, 
The Bengals have the fewest question marks, but honestly, I think these teams are going to beat the hell out of each other. I'm so looking forward to the train wreck in Cleveland this season. Ah, uh, it's just, it's really going to be something to watch. Uh, uh, Lael Collins and uh, uh, right tackle. He's going to be yep. facing J, uh, JJ, TJ Watt. Uh, right. The one guy left over from that team is a left tackle, uh, Jonah Williams. So 51 sacks, that's your guy, right? Like it's like the Dan sure. Moore of, of the Bengals. Maybe yeah. that's the that's the key to, to getting to Burrow. Um, right. But I still think the Bengals have a, you know, just they address their major need. And otherwise, uh, yeah. This, this, so like, uh, Jesse Bates, uh, it was a three-year contract. I mean, and Von Von Bell is steady Eddie back there, man. Like these, this guy, this team is intact, man. Like they're, they're solid. 10 teams wins, 10 games is probably the the best team in the division, right? You think 10 and seven wins a division? No, I, I, I got 11. I wouldn't be surprised to do 12. As far as the result goes. Yeah. If the Steelers win, I'd much like last season's opening season win against the bills. It's going to take like a block punt or, or a sack force fumble deep in the, you know, it's, it's going to take something, a splash play as Tomlin likes to say, right. uh, perhaps more it's than one the quarterbacks head to start the game that the, the other team recovers down by the goal line. And sure. it, okay. But that's it. So if, if they win, okay, I'd be, I'd be very surprised, but, but well, as the game progresses, uh, maybe not. Um, if they lose, but it's close, okay. Right. You you held your own against a good team. If they get blown out, which I also would not be surprised because that's kind of what my fear is having watched that uh, Bills Rams game. Sure. It I won't be surprised, but it will absolutely make me nervous about the season. You can't come out of the gate like that, like f- as that as flat as that. But if they come out and get blown out, and Trubisky looks bad, that just means the Kenny Pickett era is going to start sooner, which isn't the worst thing in the world. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like it's that's right. I, I guess maybe I'm optimistic there. Maybe too optimistic. Um, a cockeyed optimist, I guess maybe I am Kramer. But I think that that is what we're looking at. Is that if it's if it's a disaster, then it's like okay, Pickett comes in after game three. Uh, yeah, if they're zero and three, sure, I, I could see that. Um, but you know, again, and what if what if Trubisky's just getting uh, uh, nailed back there? Yeah. Like you don't want to put your rookie quarterback at risk. No, either. no, no, yeah. Right, right, yeah. Yeah, I think Mason, Mason, it wasn't a clerical error. You're number two now. Yes, you're number two. That's right. Yes, we called you up. Yeah. Go out there and beat somebody. Right. My clerical error was a clerical error. That's what it right. was. Yeah. But uh, so, I, I can't wait for it either. But I'm. I, are you more optimistic this year or less optimistic than you were last year at this time? You're less. I, I, I've, I've, I've been going in both directions. I really have. Uh, like, I feel they, like when, when, they, address, when they address the offensive line. line What's that? I feel like we knew last year what Roethlisberger was going to be. We knew it was going to be a struggle. We knew early on, too, it was going to be a difficult year for Roethlisberger and this team to score points. We knew that. Right now, today, I don't know if it's going to be difficult. I don't know if it's going to be as difficult or not. That's why I'm more optimistic, because I don't know. Yeah, I I know, right? I mean, the, the skill positions are there. It's, it's the same. Yeah. It's the same, but but better. No, it's not this. It's, 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 it's a salad, but bigger. <laughs> it's a bigger salad. Look, and Juju, I know, and he was hurt most of last year. It's not going to be a huge loss that way. I love Pickens, and I, you know, another year of Najee Harris, I think is, I think it's better also. So, Brian Flores, the addition, all these reasons is why, like, right now, today, as we sit, Adam, I'm more optimistic heading into this season. 
what's your score prediction? You got a you got a plant went on there. What do you? I, look, I, my score. I think the Bengals will win. I do think they'll win. I think it'll be like a cover. Uh, what's the spread on that one? Six and a half, I believe. No, I think the Steelers. I think the Steelers, and I would take the Steelers the points if I was a betting man. If um, yeah. I would take the Steelers and the points, I think it's like a twenty-seven to twenty-four kind of game. Wow, man, that is that's that's actually that's confidence, right? I mean, I, I got the Bengals covering. I'm thinking I'm going to go with the with the Thursday nighter, thirty-one ten. Thirty-one ten. Thirty-one ten. All right. And anything above 3117, I'll be like, all right, they, they hung with them. And you're doing a post game thing this week, right? I'll be doing a post game either Sunday night or uh or Monday night. Um a, a uh uh yes, I'll have I'll have a, a surprise guest, which no who nobody knows. But nobody will <laughs> be a surprise. That's the surprise. <laughs> there it is. Thanks for tuning in. Hey, follow him on Twitter. He's at AJCon95. I'm at it happens. He's the real like honest to God, lifelong Pittsburgh guy. Uh, so I'm just like a hanger on. So, but follow Adam though. He's got all the stuff and uh, Adam, this was fun, bro. Let's do it again. Uh, agreed. Sold. Wilson, you sent the game winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 455 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done.